Welcome to the Community Collective Podcast, a flip-flop agent production in collaboration with the Davison Area Chamber of Commerce. I am your host, Johnny B. Good. Welcome to a new episode of the Community Collective Podcast. I am Travis Howe, the Executive Director of the Davison Area Chamber. And today, one of my really good friends that I've known for several years, but have gotten the opportunity to uh, run into again and talk to a lot in what I call the my chamber family, is Lee LaForest, who is the Executive Director of the Grand Blank Chamber. Lee, welcome. Thank you, Travis. It's nice to be here. I know we already got to catch up a little bit this week at one of our events, and then this morning... I got to wake up and just enjoy the Grand Blank Chamber. And what can I say? Wow, you are doing an amazing job over there. It's a great way to start the morning just to come over there and see all the smiling faces and enjoy some good food over there, too. I appreciate your support very much. And we know that it's early on a Friday morning, and especially with winter uh, around the corner, it's dark and it's a little chilly. But once we get inside and... uh, Folks start to mingle. We forget about those things, and it really becomes more of a family reunion. So I'm really glad that you were able to be there, as always. Uh, We try to keep things exciting and fresh and relevant, and I look forward to the Fridays as well. So I'm glad we could share that together. Yeah, good. So the way I always like to start off the, the podcast and just asking questions to learn more about our guest and help our listeners know who you are. Lee, can you share a little bit with us about your background? So anything that could be interesting, anything that helped you get to where you are today? Of course. Uh, So I am a 1990 Grand Blank High School graduate. So I am a Bobcat through and through. So being here in Grand Blank really makes sense for me to um, continue my career. But prior to me coming into Grand Blank to work, I've done a list of things throughout my long life thus far, but most recent within the last 18 years, my husband and I owned our own professional youth sports photography company. It was a high volume sports photography studio. We traveled all across the country. We we did most of our work within the state of Michigan, and we photographed approximately 30,000 children a year. Um... And then one day we decided that uh, we were going to put that to bed and we wanted to get jobs for other people and not be the boss, but (laughs) here I am. Uh, But I will say uh, (laughs) before I came to the Grand Blank Chamber, I did have the privilege of working for the regional chamber here in the Flint and Genesee area where I was the membership uh, person over there. So it got my feet wet and it got my interest peaked in the chamber world. And then um, I came to the Grand Blank Chamber in 2021, just after COVID. And I know this is one of the things I've always have been excited about when we started meeting in my new role is that we already knew each other previously. We did. We did. So you spent a little bit of time with your family in the Davison area too. I know I had a chance to get to know you a little bit more through the Davison High School Robotics program, which was fascinating. And you still, I know you still keep up with that too. I do. I would be remiss if I didn't say that I did have the pleasure of raising my own family in Davison, 
both the kids are cardinals. They graduated from Davison High School. And yes, my son was very involved in the House of Cards Team 3534, in case anybody didn't know. But I am very uh, supportive of that program. I think what happens there with House of Cards, it's an, an amazing opportunity and it creates athletes of the mind, um, not just athletes of the body. And it was such an instrumental part of my family's life for four years. And then we've extended that. We um, have adopted the team from afar because our son has graduated. He's out almost five years now. But we watch all of the matches. Uh, we pay attention to Kettering kickoff. And we like to see our team go to Worlds and, and do all the fun things. But while we were in Davison, um, I also had the pleasure of serving on city council. And I believe you and I crossed paths there as well. So I'm torn sometimes because our rivalry with the football and all, it's hard to decide if I want to be a, a card or a bobcat. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm probably going to bleed red and black. So <sighs> there's that. <laughs> I know. I, you know what? I don't blame you. That's where you were graduated from. So you got to cheer for that home team. I know I always enjoy watching the schools interact with each other, sports, academic wise. And I think that makes it fun for our chambers too. Not only are you following Davis and things, but you're in Grand Blank. And so I think it was already a natural kind of chemistry for us to start working together on several things, which has been nice. Yes, it has. I think it's a huge benefit that we have the relationship outside of the chamber. I think it adds to the value that we're bringing to our membership as a whole. Yeah. So now tell me a little bit. Now you owned your own business and then now you're working with a multitude of businesses. And the Grand Blake community is constantly growing. So tell us, what was that transition like? You can see the chamber world from a different perspective by being a business owner, I would think. Absolutely. And before I took this job, I didn't really understand, or even before I got involved in the chamber itself five years, six years ago, I didn't really understand the functionality of a chamber. I couldn't understand the why. And I had to be educated about the importance of belonging to a chamber. And small businesses, I think, sometimes have the misconception that there is no return on their investment, which is the farthest thing from the truth. And I always use this analogy, and I wish I would have known it then, that if you have a gym membership and you pay for it every month and you start out at a certain weight, and then six months go by and you're still at the same weight and you still haven't gained anything as far as muscle. Is it the gym's fault or is it your fault? And that's how I look at chamber membership. You get out of it what you put into it. Yeah, we're here as an overarching organization to support on legislation, legislative things and also to be a voice in the community for small business. But I think the things that we offer to our small businesses are incredibly crucial to their success. And the one thing I think you and I both would agree on is the fact that the collaboration that we are able to bring to the table to our small businesses are, is invaluable. And I, I wish I would have known those things and understood those things more as a business owner way back when. Yeah. And, and I get it. So I grew up in, I never been a small business owner, but my parents were. So I was always that, that volunteer help. You were know, voluntold. They were going to feed me and house me. So I, I saw the benefit in that. But it is, I see how much hard work local businesses put in to survive and to continue to try to grow and be part of their communities. And 
he, he said, in this chamber world, you really do learn how important a role it is that they're involved with us, but then vice versa, that we get involved with what their business is doing as well on our Absolutely. side. Absolutely. It's important that they know that we are there for them, that we will support them, and that we are a resource that they look to when they have a question or a problem. And that's the function of a chamber. A true chamber's mission is to be supportive and be that central resource point for the businesses within that community. And that expands to not only just the small businesses, but the entrepreneurs that are working from their basement or the crafters that sell on Etsy. We are able to hopefully provide resources for all types of businesses within our communities, because as our communities host a myriad of types of businesses of all kinds. Yeah, it is. So your background is very interesting and in how you got <laughs> to where you are. And I love that. So this is one I, I've always wondered about, and I think we discussed it, but you'll have to refresh my mind. What encouraged you to move into your role as executive director of the Grand Blank Chamber? That's a good <laughs> question, Travis. Yeah. Like I said before, I was working at the regional chamber, learning a lot about the functionality of a chamber. And when you work for a regional chamber, we used to laugh and call it the chamber on steroids, which it truly is. They offer so many different uh, arms to that organization. And I felt that with this opportunity, I could make more of an impact personally in my hometown. Not to say that I wasn't making an impact personally at the regional level, but to come into a hyper-local chamber, especially my old hometown, that was intriguing to me because I want to be able to give back to the community that gave so much to my upbringing. I have so many fond memories of Grand Blanc. And the one thing that really sticks out is family. And even to this day, those that have graduated or part of this Grand Blanc community for many years, I can drive down South Saginaw Street and still hear Charlie Carmody say, home of the Bobcats oh, uh, yes. forever and ever. <laughs> and it really spoke volumes to me to come home. So I'm incredibly blessed to be able to do the work that I do in this hometown. And I still run into people, it's mostly their parents <laughs> now, <laughs> that I grew up with. And, and that's a great feeling. It's a really great feeling. I love that story. And I think that is something I see for at least myself is being involved in a chamber. You're investing in a community and for you going back and wanting to play a role in that community that you are so part of and you grew up in is important. For mm -hmm. me, it's making the community a place that my kids want to come back to. They might, might go away for college or whatever they decide to do, but would love for them to come back to Davison and saying, this is the place I want to raise my family. And I think that's what Grand Blank is really doing. And you're part of that. And I think that's, I think it's exciting. And I'm sure people, when they see you in town, oh, Lee's back here and she's making a difference here. And, but you get to have fun doing it because you get to we enjoy do. so many things that your community is offering. Yeah. And to really get immersed as you have in the Davison community, to be involved at different levels, you really learn how your community ticks, right? So there's things that you think you might know about a community, but until you really get ingrained and you start to attend different functions and you start to meet with different organizations 
and see and meet people where they are. You don't really get the full understanding of how your community operates. And then it also lends you to the ability to find out where the gaps are. And as chambers, we also are held to fill some of those gaps if we can. And with the small businesses being the majority of our population in whom we serve, those folks are dealing with a lot of the same issues. So I ask myself all the time, how do I help certain businesses fill the gaps that they have? And oftentimes they're they're people that I grew up with or they're people I know their families and it's personal because it makes me work that much harder, I I think. And I know I see that from you. You're out there a one-man band, and I don't know how you do it, but you inspire (laughs) me every day to do more. So I think we're from the same cloth. We are. And that's what I I love telling people. I was like, I love and enjoy what we do because you are. You're going to see anything we're doing. We're going to run into that local business owner at the grocery store or at the football game or... You're going to anything, a community festival. You're going to bump into them and talk to them and you're going to be able to catch up, but you're also going to hear their ideas and sometimes complaints. And it is, it is one of those things like, okay, what can I do next? What can I do to be part of helping fix that out? But it is, I think chambers are a place or what I like to refer to as the hub of the community. We're one of the, the for our listeners, chambers are one of the main organizations in the community that organize something consistently to bring people from all walks of life together. Very well stated. It is. You look at your breakfast this morning, we had updates from local elected officials to a school superintendent, but then we learned about physical therapy and ways that we can be active and healthy while sitting at our desk. I've never heard so many bones pop at my table, including me, but it is, it, it just shows you that's everybody was doing that. No matter what age you were, we were all doing it and it was fun and lively. And I think that's what chambers are for. It's not only just to bring, be there for businesses, but also just to bring people together, just to know what's going on and just to enjoy something like that. And I think that's what it's, it makes it fun is to organize yeah. these community breakfasts and lunches and events, even though it's a lot of hard work, as you and your team know. The consistency um thing that you mentioned earlier is really key to the success of our organizations um, as a whole. And the fact that our communities and people within the community can count on us to host those events so they can get together and meet and speak with people that they might not ordinarily have any other time to do that other than at our functions and one of the, the great things about hyper-local chambers is we are bringing in the business owners and the decision makers. So folks that attend our meetings are able to actually speak to the business owners and the decision makers. And I believe that it becomes more impactful for them. They're able to get solutions to problems much quicker than having a third person. And as we continue to grow, my focus for sure is going to remain that we always have an open door policy as I'm sure you do as well. But we want to be able to have our members come to us and feel that they have a voice and that their voice is heard. And the fact that we collaborate on so many things, Travis, we're just expanding the knowledge and the resources that we're able to bring 
and, and maybe even solutions to our members at any given time, because between the two of us and the folks that are involved in our organization, that's a lot of people. It that's really a lot is. Of people, it is. It is. I, I was talking to someone earlier today. It's like, there's no boundary that says we can't cross it. This is a regional um, effort. And I think that's what I think I have always been excited about. As soon as I started my role that I came to you and was like, all right, let's get some ideas, help me learn. And then when we collaborate it, let's join together on some things. And right away, you're like, yes, let's do that. Yeah. I've had the opportunity to meet so many wonderful people in Grand Blank. But then when we've gone back and forth and done joint events in both of our communities, that it is. People just jump right in and share about their experiences. And it's a natural flow. We have yes. crossover members that belong to both. And I think we fit a need. So we do breakfasts. You do lunches. If we have members that can't attend a breakfast, they know they can always attend a lunch and vice versa. Yes. And they're going to see a lot of the same faces, but then they're also going to see a lot of different faces and that's great. But I believe that the seat that we're in now, we have an obligation and a responsibility to continue to collaborate and do things that are in the best interest of all of our members. And I don't ever want to be as big as a regional because that's not my focus or my goal. Right. I want to be very true to the Grand Blank community, which I feel that I am, as I know you are with Davison. But having you as a partner and having the community of Davison as a partner just enhances everything we do every single day. It does. So I know with you being new to your role for a couple of years, you've been able to really focus on several things to make the Grand Blank Chamber play a bigger role in the community and in the area. What are some of the things that you've really wanted to focus on? Once you started in 2021, I know you saw you probably came in with a lot of great ideas and <laughs> saw a lot of potential. What are some of the things that you said, hey, this is what I would like to accomplish. And when you talk to your board, here's my goals, here's my passions. What sure. are some of those that you've worked towards? Sure. So when I first came in, we were just coming off of COVID and this chamber had been dark. And when I say dark, that means that we weren't doing anything in person or virtually. So I knew that coming out of COVID, I was ready to meet with people. And of course, that's a personal choice, but I put the, the question out to my board, hey, you want to get together? Let's do an in-person meeting. And they unanimously said, yes, let's do that. So we held our very first uh, breakfast in person after COVID. And I was remarkably surprised at the amount of people that showed up. From that point forward, I knew that we had to keep meeting in person and continue to bring value for these breakfasts. But I will tell you, the breakfasts used to start at seven. And one of my goals was to get it to start at 730. <laughs> seven was just oh, really. Oh, but, I really appreciate that. That extra little time helps me make yeah. it to things soon. Yeah, we definitely needed that. But then we sat down as a board and we went over and, and decided that we wanted to put together a three-year strategic plan. Uh, my predecessor had a strategic plan that was quite lengthy prior to me coming aboard. And I knew that in order for us to move in a, a more um, upward direction, we needed to have more 
or a smaller goal, a smaller time frame in mind, and take a strategic plan that was feasible and that would be attainable. And one of the things that we did was we knocked out the strategic plan and then they gave me the goals and they said, okay, Lee, what does this look like for the chamber? And one of the things as simple as it is, I wanted to rebrand. After so many years, sometimes things get a little stagnant. So we made a call out to the members and our board and said, hey, let's look at rebranding. And we managed to rebrand. And then I said, let's do a new website. And we've done that. And I got to be honest with you, membership directories didn't do them at the regional chamber. And I thought, man, that's the most antiquated thing I've ever done in my life. Why would we do that? They have been the biggest hit. And I realized that this specific community really embraces those directories. I was going to trap it and I decided to keep it. And I'm so grateful that I did because our members love it. It's a great resource tool. Um, but bigger things that I'd like to accomplish and, and the things that I think are really important and the focus that I'm working on is more professional development opportunities for my members, making sure that we continue the strong relationships we have with the city, the township, and the local school district, making sure that we have good community connections with not only the Davison Chamber, but with the other surrounding chambers. Because at any given time, we might have someone that calls that needs something that's out of our zip code, but I want to be able to refer them out to a chamber and know that they will be taken care of. And I want to continue to grow to eventually have a community center for the Grand Blanc community where it's an open workforce area where people can come in and they can do their work if they don't have conference areas available that they could come in and hold a conference. But I want people to come to the chamber offices as a hub, like you mentioned before. So that's one of the things that I'm really passionate about. And we are going to be introducing a 501c3. So we will be a true, we'll have a true nonprofit status as in the form of a foundation to hopefully establish longevity and also legacy gifting and endowments for our community. Wow. So that's I, it. It's a lot. It is. Oh man, these goals. I sit there and oh, I'm writing them all down. Okay. I got to catch up the lead now. Well, it's, it, it is. You guys, it, it is great to see. That from my side where I get you come into a chamber that has a long history in the community, new and fresh ideas can really be beneficial. And I have really watched and worked on learning from surrounding chambers. And there's this one that one, I enjoy going to things, but I see how you guys have interacting with those members and people are enjoying things. And then I've popped over to your community events because you guys host so many of them. And it is, I love seeing that as you listen to these things, these things you're accomplishing, you're checking it off. Okay. What's the next step to make it better and bigger and get more involved. The relationship building is something I've learned is so important. And that's been beneficial from, like you mentioned, our two chambers working together. And it is where we want to be able to refer each other to businesses. If someone calls, Oh, this is not in Davison. You need to go to this community or, oh, that's over there. Yeah, let me go check that out. And I think that's something that is perfect. If there's someone out there that really wants to say, when does the Grand Blank Chamber meet? How do I learn more about them? What can someone do that's listening to find out more about you guys? 
the first thing they could do is if uh, they like to talk to people, they can pick up the phone and call us at 810-695-4222. And they can reach either myself or Mandy or Patty here in the office, and we'd be happy to talk to them. But if they're not into talking on the phone, which some people aren't, they can hit us up on the web, www.grandblankchamberofcommerce.com, and they can find us there. Or they can go to our Facebook page, the Grand Blank Chamber of Commerce Facebook page. We do engage a lot via social media. We also have an Instagram page. I don't know the handle for that because I think I'm too old and I just don't understand it. Or <laughs> I don't know. Yes. But those are three ways. Or if they're driving through Grand Blank, they can stop at the little yellow building on Grand Blank Road across from Pro Clean and come on in and have a cup of coffee with us. We'd be happy yeah. to chat. Yes. And when you mentioned your team. That's what yeah. I think is... I think so beneficial to your growth is you have you, but you also have two really good team members that are with you and you guys conquer stuff together. Then you can split and conquer and grow. So fill us in. What roles are your, your team members playing in and who are they? Sure. So I have a membership specialist and retention specialist. Her name is Mandy Davidson. She's been out in the community now on behalf of the Grand Blank Chamber for, gosh, almost a year. It'll be a year in February, and she's killing it. Um, I'm very proud. I'm really excited that she was able to join our team. She also worked at the regional chamber with myself, but in a different department. When I had this position open up, she's the first person that I thought of. She's just a great person. She's a real go-getter. She's very positive. And it's been wonderful to watch her grow professionally but even more so to watch the impact and the relationship she's building on behalf of the organization. So it, it's really exciting to see that. And then I have Patty Tubale, who is my administrative secretary or assistant, or actually she really runs the place and I just do what she tells me, <laughs> but she's my right-hand man. And she's the one that if anybody calls, you might think you've called New York, but you haven't. You've called Grand Blank. Patty, <laughs> she's got a very strong New York accent with a very strong New York attitude. And it's positive. She's the most generous person you'll ever want to meet, give you anything she ever had. But she is here in the office part-time. Mandy works full-time. And then the three of us, we attend all of the events together. We work very well together as a group. And we each bring something special to the table. And I'm very blessed to, to be able to sit in the seat. And I know one day, you too, Travis, you're going to have a Mandy and a Patty under you as well. <laughs> oh, I love that. And, and if I can have that, I know our chamber will grow just as much as your own. And I will say for anyone that's listening, if you stop by the Grand Blank Chamber office or event, you will, will be feel so welcome and at home from just smiles and a cup of coffee that you won't want to leave the Grand Blank Chamber <laughs> office. I've done that myself where I've been able to stop by and I love that too. I'll just, I know I've given you a call later, text it and it's like, hey, can I stop by and just chat for a while? And you guys are always, yes, come on by. And I think that is something that is, I have appreciated myself. So one thing I would love to ask as we're getting ready to close up, You've been really involved in two communities, Grand Blank and Davison. And I know it's going to be hard to narrow this down, but what are, what is your favorite part about Grand Blank? And then what has been your favorite part about the Davison community? I think I'm going to answer the easier of the two, which neither are easy, but I think <laughs> my most favorite part about Davison 
was the fact that it's a two-parter, I think. The fact that I was able to raise my children in a community that was safe and welcoming and nurturing. And I had an opportunity to serve that community on city council. And I took that to heart. I met some incredibly wonderful people. The city manager, Andrea Schroeder, there is just a godsend. The chief of police, Don Harris, wonderful man, flew from the fire department, great guys, just very fortunate to raise my family in such a warm and welcoming community. And you yourself have always been such a genuine, welcoming person as well. And I think you find that when you go to Davison. And that's my favorite part, the fact that I can say I raised my family there. And I'm very proud of that. But on the flip side, my favorite part of my hometown is that it feels like home. And being here, I felt like I never left, truthfully. I still feel the same way I did when I drove down Grand Blank Road when I first got my driver's license at 16. I know where the police sit. They still sit in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully hopefully like, they're not listening to you, right? Probably not, maybe. But <laughs> the fact that some of the folks that are helping run the city, I went to school with. I went to school with lieutenant in the city police department. Um, it, it's pretty cool that I can just call him up at any time and ask him, a question. And, and the fact that folks that I went to school with, their family still own businesses here. And I can ask about how my friends are, even though they've moved on, moved out of Grand Blank, I can still get to know a little bit about them, even though they're not here. But Grand Blank will always hold a special place in my heart because it's home and it feels like home. And I'm grateful to be here every single day. I really am. Good. And I think that is, I, I would say it's, very meaningful how you shared that. And that's why I think our two communities outside of football get along very well. <laughs> yes. Good. Lee, I thank you so much for being a wonderful friend and um, someone I can always call on and talk to and um, bounce ideas off of. But thank you so much for just allowing the Davison Chamber to also partner with the Grand Blank Chamber on so many things. I'm really looking forward to the future and just our group spending more time together. Me too. And I appreciate this opportunity as well. Thank you so much, Travis. Lee, you have a great afternoon and we will talk to you really soon. All right. Go Cats. Oh, go Cards. <laughs> Thanks again. See ya. There is no denying the passion that both Travis and Lee have for our communities after listening to this week's episode. We are so fortunate to have these advocates representing our businesses and communities at large, and I encourage you to join us. Whether it is for breakfast or lunch, you won't be disappointed. We use this platform to keep you informed of the things happening in and around our community. We would love to interact with you and answer any questions you might have our email is in the show notes, and we'd love to hear your questions, concerns, and to let us know who you want to hear from on the pod. Thanks for listening, and be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and as always, support locally owned and operated businesses every chance you get. Until next week, I am the Flip Flop Agent, Johnny B. Good. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Community Collective Podcast. We'll see you soon.